Results Radio Podcast. Now, listen to a slice of wisdom, a concept, a sentiment, a theory, and maybe even a rant from one of your industry colleagues. For the record... Welcome, aftermarket professionals, to For the Record, episode 12 with Cecil Bullard. Hey, to get the essence of this new aftermarket podcast, head on over and listen to episode zero, which you can find in your podcast subscription feed or on the For the Record page on the website. Cecil Bullard, he's from the Institute of Automotive Business Excellence, and he says that many shop owners have undervalued labor rates, and he'll give you the reason. Find the talking points and links to Cecil's previous episodes at RemarkableResults.biz slash F012. You know, the views and opinions expressed are those of my guest and do not necessarily reflect the views and opinions of the author, sponsors, associates, or affiliates of LSTN Media, LLC. For the record, is sponsored by Remarkable Results Radio, where over 400 conversations worth hearing are archived and cataloged for your personal learning curve. These are the best long-form automotive aftermarket interviews you will find anywhere and at your fingertips. Now, here's Cecil Bullard for the record. Hi, this is uh, Cecil Bullard from the Institute for Automotive Business Excellence, and I've got the opportunity to discuss uh, any topic that I would like to discuss. And so today, I would like to have a discussion, or uh, I would like to talk about our current labor rates and our value of ourselves uh, within the industry and within the world. When my father was 12 years old, he dropped out of school to go to work at the local Ford dealership to assist his family financially. Dad was one of the smartest smartest men that I knew, and he taught me how to work on cars, and he was a genius when it came to cars. But Dad never felt like he was very smart because he did not finish school, and he had a hard time reading and writing. And so he had low value. When I left his business in 1994, we were... $70 $70 an hour. The day I left the business, uh, my dad lowered his labor rate by 10 bucks an hour. And what that did over the next three years was destroy his business. Now, when I left, we had no problem getting $70 an hour. Our customers were used to paying $70 an hour. And yet, when I left the business, my father lowered his labor rate. So why... Would an intelligent, smart person lower their labor rate when I left the business? In my opinion, the reason that dad did it is because he never saw himself worth $70 an hour. He did not have the self-worth. And I'll go further back um, to a lot of the current leaders and owners of automotive businesses who were in school, who were ADHD, or dyslexic, could not sit in a chair in a class and listen to some teacher talk about English for an hour and a half. So they got pushed into the automotive industry. You're not smart enough to sit in class. You're not smart enough to to do the math. We have a place for you. Let's push you into the automotive industry. I believe, based on my interactions in the industry, that there is a high level of people with ADHD and dyslexia currently in our industry, either working on cars or now owning businesses. And the problem that I see 
is because your teachers and your parents told you you weren't smart enough, and there you now you have to be in the automotive area, and yet you were great at it, that we do not have enough self-esteem in the industry. And what that has led to is not charging for what we're worth. All right? Now, add to that the fact that there are many shop owners that do not understand their business financially or how their business makes money because they were great techs, but they're not great business people. And we have an industry that is largely undercharging for what we do. I'm not trying to set labor rates. I'm not trying to say you should be $100 an hour, $140 an hour, $600 an hour. I don't care. I'm saying that we as an industry are grossly undercharging for what we do, and that is leading to lots of issues within our industry. We have a tech shortage. We have a tech shortage for a couple of different reasons. Number one, we're not really good at hiring and mentoring and bringing people in and helping them be successful in our business. Number two, we don't pay enough. So I'm going to bring a new tech in, just got out of college, spent a couple of years, is in debt. I'm going to pay him 16 to $20 an hour, and I'm going to insist that he buys three to $5,000 worth of tools this year. <clears throat> I'm sorry. Maybe 30 years ago we could survive on that. Today, no one can survive on that. No one can think about raising a family, having kids, sending their kids to college, taking their uh, girlfriend or their wife out on a date. It is not possible to survive on that. And if we want to attract good quality people into our industry, we dang well better increase what we're able to pay them. I know that most of the shop owners that I deal with are great people. They love their staff. They want to share. The problem is because we are not charging what we need to and finding reasons for our customers to buy that, they don't have the money to provide the benefits and the pay to these people. So what's at the core of the problem? The core of the problem is other guys out there who are not charging enough, and I feel that I need to be competitive with them, and so I can't charge enough. I say, stop it. You have value. Your business is worth it. You do more than the other guy. You take better care of your customers. You give them higher warranties. They get more attention from you. You buy better quality parts. That has to be worth something. Short story. Um, my washing machine broke down. I happened to be out of town, leaking water all over our floor. My wife calls me. I said, call the washing machine repair guy. He lives about three blocks from me, has an S10 pickup. Shows up at my house. I happen to be there that day. He's there talking to me for 10 minutes. And then he goes to the washing machine. Washing machines are interesting uh, if, you're, if you're technical like me. Uh, two screws, the whole thing comes out. Everything's right there. There's a plastic piece that, piece that clips in that transfers the water from the agitator to the pump. Uh, six clips, uh, $17 piece. He has it on his truck. He goes and gets it, pops it in, clips it in, screws the washing machine up, tries it again, and walks away. Hands me a bill for about 
I think it was $35 to show up to the house. He lives three blocks away. And it was another $117 for the service. $100 for the service. He was there for 15 minutes working on there, at least an, a, a half an hour with the extra just talking to me about nothing, and $17 for the part. Now, how much did my washing machine repair guy charge me, who has no tools, no building, no racks, no scanners, and little education and knowledge other than about that washing machine? Charged me 200 bucks an hour, and I don't regret paying him $200 an hour. I regret not paying the shop down the street $250 an hour to do their job. Because they're the one that deserves that money because they have to have the knowledge, the tools, the education. And I'm going to say something. If we don't figure this out in our industry and start to charge more and start to pay more, we are not going to attract these young, intelligent people into our industry. And that technician gap is going to grow and grow and grow. And further, I will not be able to provide retirement dental, medical, all the things that I should for my employees, and we're not going to attract or keep good employees. We have to understand our value. We have to start talking about that as an industry. We have to start pushing labor rates. And before I leave here, I got about a minute, I'm going to tell you one more thing. I ran a calculator. My shop was $60 an hour in 1970. I rose the price by 3% to the year 2018. In the year 2018, if I was $60 in 1970, I am currently charging about $124, excuse me, $224 an hour. So tell me the shops that are making 224 that were doing $60 an hour in the 1970s and I'll pat you on the back. But I'll tell you what, I haven't seen any yet. We are undervalued. We undervalue ourselves, and that is hurting us in recruiting, finding, and creating a great place for people to work. Thank you for listening. Thanks for listening to For the Record from Remarkable Results Radio. Subscribe to the show on your favorite podcast listening app. Remarkable Results podcast content at RemarkableResults.biz Remember, your learning curve never sounded so good.